Hey, it's Emily Williams here, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 136, how two women overcame job loss during a pandemic. So this is an interview I did with two of my incredible mastermind clients. They were also a part of our I Heart coaching program. We have Kristen Kunk and Nicole Hamzalo. Now they're going to be sharing their very vulnerable story of losing their jobs at the beginning of COVID and ultimately using those lemons and turning it into lemonade and deciding that it was now the perfect time to start their online coaching business. They move full speed ahead into getting big results and working with incredible people online and decided that now was the perfect time to take that action. So maybe today you're wondering whether you can start your online coaching business. Maybe you've been laid off. Maybe you're thinking about leaving your nine to five. If so, this episode is going to be super inspirational for you. I want you to take a listen and then take action based on what these ladies share with you. They really channeled some courage and were super brave as they move forward towards their dreams. And I want you to know that that is possible for you too. So let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by iHeart Coaching, our signature program for new and aspiring online coaches. iHeart Coaching is your one-stop shop designed to support you in becoming the next standout online coach. Whether you're brand new to the digital space or looking to take your coaching business to the next level, this is a comprehensive program that's going to show you how to build a successful coaching business from A to Z. We're going to share how to generate maximum revenue and book out your calendar with dream clients. To learn more, go to iHeartCoaching.com. All right. Welcome, Kristen and Nicole. I'm so pumped to have you here today to talk about something that I know is on a lot of people's minds with COVID and everything happening in the world. So welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah, Hi, thank you for having us. Awesome. So why don't I start with Kristen? Kristen, can you share a little bit about the work that you do uh, and what your business, uh, who, who your business supports? Sure. So I'm Kristen Kunk. I'm a health and lifestyle coach, and I work with women to help them create healthy, balanced, and full lives that are diet-free and on their terms. So currently, I work with women one-on-one and intensively with more programs and ways to work together to come in the future. Love it. And how about you, Nicole? So hi, I'm Nicole Gonzalo. I am a business and wealth coach. I work with emerging entrepreneurs, early stage entrepreneurs on how to start and scale their businesses. So um, specifically, I work a lot of times with women who are currently at nine to five jobs who want to you know, become full-time business owners eventually. So I really work with um, service providers and people who own service-based businesses and how to grow those. And right now I work mainly one-on-one, but I'm introducing a group one-on-one hybrid program um, sometime very shortly. <laughs> Love it. So let's talk a little bit about how you came to do this work. There's a lot of people in our space who want to become coaches, but are a little bit unsure how to actually take that step forward, who they should even work with, what their message will be. So Kristen, I'd love to know a little bit more about your story and how you came to do the work that you do. Sure. Um, So I always knew that I wanted to be able to utilize my health and wellness journey to help inspire other women to take control of their journey and to know that they are capable of creating, like I said, a healthy and balanced life that is diet free and a true lifestyle that they can be 
really happy with. And it was something that I was able to figure out and do on my own after years and years of trial error and yo-yo dieting myself. And so I really want to be able to take what I've learned and apply that in other women's lives to empower them as well. And I always, like I said, always knew that I was meant to do that, but I just didn't know how. And about three years ago, and in all honesty, Emily, just knowing you and seeing you know, you create this coaching business, you know, with I Heart My Life, coaching kind of became an interesting path forward for me. And so about three years ago, I started to dig into like, what could that look like from a health and wellness perspective? And I was the person that thought you had to have like all of your eggs in the basket and have them all perfectly lined up. So I did get like my health, holistic health coaching certification. And then I started to work to be like, how can I build my website? And then how can I do all of these things? And over the last three years, I was just putting these pieces and parts into place and never truly stepping forward into doing anything with it. So I was a really big dabbler in coaching and in my business because I was still working a nine to five. And I knew I always wanted to leave my nine to five and make it a full-time thing, but I was never brave enough. And I always kind of had that safety switch on in the back of my head of like, well, I'm still in my nine to five. You know, this isn't like a do or die thing for me right now. Um, but I, it was always just this dream that I wanted to be able to make it uh, into my full coaching into my full-time reality. And so um, for me, like I said, it was three years. I've just been really building it up. And then this year in 2020, I got a universal course correct and decided to go full throttle with it and go full-time after I was laid off from my job. So universe is always speaking to you. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about that. So you are, like you said, you admit you're one of those people where you need the certification, you want the training, you want the website up. And I know that I definitely resonate with that as well in the sense that, of course, we want to put something out there in the world that is reputable and beautiful and all the things. But sometimes all that preparation and all that learning actually stops us from showing up and taking action. And so when you talked about the universal course correct and, and that which was being laid off from your job, what did that do for you? And what was your mindset during that time when that happened? Yeah. So for me, in all honesty, I was laid off on a Friday and a week later I signed up for iHeart Coaching because I knew I could not do it on my own. And I knew that I was given this opportunity. I really looked at my layoff as like an opportunity to figure out how can I create the life of my dreams, like what you say. And I had a really deep conversation with my husband about it. And we decided that this was the time. Let's do it. We were okay to do that as a family and make that decision. And for me, it was now or never. Like I was never going to get this time back to actually figure it out. And so I took the leap and just even taking that leap was a complete shift for me. Yeah. What shifted in that moment? In that moment, it was, you're going to do it. You're going to trust yourself and you're not going to be the person that is going to dabble. You are going to put your foot on the gas and figure it out because I don't want to have to go back to a nine to five and I want to be able to see my dream come true. I don't want to just have my personal story, you know, when I'm 90 years old, be like, Oh, the girl that always talked about it, but never did it. I want to be the girl that did it. Wow. That's so powerful. Got goosebumps. Yeah. I, I so many people resonate with that. And sometimes 
there isn't that urgency there because you do have the safety switch or safety net, however you want to define it. And there are so many moments in life that kind of make the decision for us. I've had this conversation on the show many times and people often say, you know, life did it for me. Life made that decision. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened with you. And what people don't often understand is that part of the transformation is actually making the decision to go all in. And when you're showing up and kind of dabbling and just dipping your toe in the water, that energy will give you dabbling-like results. Whereas when you're all in, everything completely shifts and we don't have the excuses. We don't have the backup plan. And, you know, in particular, the word decide actually means to cut off. And so you made a decision and realized, you know what, there are no other options because this is the thing I'm most passionate about. This is the thing that I'm fulfilled by. And this is my purpose. And when that's the energy, everything changes. Yeah. And it is that decision. I have to recommit to myself every single day. Um, like I said, I was so used to being the watcher and the dabbler and not pushing myself. And it's been a lot of mindset work and a lot of working like with you and James to make sure that I am recommitting to myself every single day that this is my decision and I'm showing up 110%. That's a really great point. And this speaks to obviously the work that you do with your clients and and health and wellness in general. People think I'm going to make the decision once and then I'm going to be good to go. But nothing is like that. If you want transformation constantly and you want results, you have to recommit every single day. Just like even in your relationships, we don't just say I do and then it's like smooth sailing forever. There's recommitment every single day to your relationships, to your health, to your business, to your dreams. So I love that. Such a great reminder. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of relationships, so what did your husband think once you made that decision? He was extremely supportive. I mean, he was, it's a scary decision to make, but he was very in agreement with like, this is the perfect time. And it showed me that he trusted me and my judgment and my dream. And that meant more to me than anything. And honestly, it might actually make me start crying. He's been my number one supporter um, besides iHeart Coaching and you guys and iHeart My Life. He's been my number one supporter this summer and going into this fall and has been helping me every step of the way and is very much lockstep in this journey with me, which is all I could have asked for. And um, you know, it was very scary at first, but he's seen the progress that I have made. And, you know, that just keeps reinstilling the trust that the decision we made is the right one. Yeah. Am I remembering correctly? He was practicing sales calls with you or something? <laughs> yes, that is right. We, we practice sales calls all the time because he sales is his background and he's really good at it. And it just relationships is mine. It's not sales. And so he's been really helping me step and take ownership of that role that I get to play in my business. I love that. Awesome. We'll come back to you and talk a bit more about your progress. Um, So Nicole, over to you. I'd love to know a little bit more about how you caught the coaching bug and a bit more about your journey. Yeah. So mine's a little different than Kristen's. I truthfully did not really know much about the coaching world until probably about a year ago. Um, it was just not really on my radar. Uh, my mom's a therapist and I was always someone who I was like, I didn't want to do what my mom did and therapy and coaching to me kind of go hand in hand a little bit at times. Um, and so I was like, I never wanted to go that route. And that was just not something that I wanted to 
think about or like go into. Um, but I, you know, kind of started just more getting to the space of entrepreneurship. And that's kind of how I was introduced to coaching was because I was starting to think about what I could be doing and what I wanted to do as, um, as an entrepreneur and what I, what I wanted a business to look like. And I had been thinking a lot about different ideas. Like there were a lot of different things running around in my mind. I, I, you know, I think a lot of people have this issue too, where they're very multi-passionate and they have a hard time picking one thing and sticking with it. And so in general, I was just like, you know, I found the coaching world probably about, like I said, a year ago. And I, was thinking about it for a little bit, but I really had no idea what it looked like for me. And I wasn't even sure hundred percent that I wanted to do business coaching right off the bat. Um, so it took me kind of a while to really sink into that. Um, but then, yeah, similar to Kristen, I was, I was laid off right at the beginning of COVID, like so early March. And I was the same. I was like, I just don't want to go back to a nine to five. I had been changing jobs every couple like year, even under a year, um, because this, none of them really fit me. Right. I was really having a hard time with, um, I guess the authority of it and not having feeling like I had the independence and the autonomy to do what I really wanted to be doing. And I knew that I could be doing so much more and just, it did not fit me at all. Like the nine to five life. I was just, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand why people were doing this, like why this had to be the way it was and why people were just like satisfied with doing this and working for other people and not even going after and doing what they really wanted to be doing and, you know, utilizing their time after work to do their passions and do what they really wanted to be doing. And that just didn't really sit well with me. And so ever since the, like pretty much once I started working at nine to five, at a nine to five job, I started thinking about starting my own business. It just took a while to settle on coaching and I really, I guess, turned to business coaching because I did realize that business is something that I am really passionate about. And I do know a lot about because that's kind of the world that I came from. And because I couldn't really settle on, you know, picking um, a specific idea because I have a lot of different passions and a lot of different things that I'm interested in. I feel like being a business coach, you get to kind of help other people start their businesses and their dreams. So that's kind of a way for me to help others and kind of doing living my multi-passionate life through other people and helping them start their businesses. And so to me, that just became kind of the natural progression into it. Yeah. Amazing. And did you have to have any conversations with anyone to kind of get them on board or was everyone really supportive in your life? Um, I kind of (laughs) did it on my own. I didn't really consult people that much. I was I think, I don't know, again, I had a kind of like a flip of a switch. Like once I was laid off, I was like, I am not getting another job. Like I cannot do it. (laughs) So I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to make it happen. Like this is the time things are kind of blowing up everywhere. Like COVID's happening. And I think that to me, I took that as a sign. Like why not just try something completely different? Like there's no guarantee in any job or any industry or in anything that you're doing. So why not just take this time now? I didn't think there was really any better time for me to start. And what was it about the coaching space for you? Because I remember being in the same boat. There were a few different things I considered, like starting a yoga yoga studio, being a wedding planner. I had this whole list of business ideas and ultimately realized that coaching was the thing for me. But what was it that helped you make that decision? Honestly, I think it was starting to see the coaches because obviously when I was like, okay, I want to, I want to start my own business. How do I do that? And so when I started 
looking up how to do that. Obviously, that's when I kind of saw the business coaches out there and started seeing what they were doing. And so just seeing other people doing it, that really inspired me. And it really just pulled me in that direction. It made me realize like, I love talking about this stuff. This is exactly what I want to help people do too. And so it was really just being introduced to it and kind of seeing the people like you and others out there doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we learned through those stories. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Kristen? So I'm curious to know, you signed up for iHeart Coaching. What was your intention with the program? Was there anything specifically that you knew you needed the most support with? I thought I needed the most support with with the tangible hows of how do I get a payment system? How do I create an email list and all of those modules? But then coming to the end of iHeart Coaching, what I realized is I actually needed all of the mindset work. And that was the important part for me and the piece that I'm so grateful for. Again, it's an ongoing process and something that I work on every single day. But when I really started to dig in and understand, you know, why I waited so long or why I dabbled or why I wasn't as visible as I should have been, I was really able to flip the switch and get to rewrite and re and show up in just such a bigger and better way than I thought I ever could. So what was holding you back in terms of visibility? Yeah. So for me, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I knew I wanted to do something with my story, but I was still very embarrassed by my own story. And so for me, I've been working really hard this summer to own it and to be proud of it and to know that it made me the woman that I am. And it is such an important thing to share out. And so I am basically now shouting it from the rooftops and sharing it with anybody and everybody that wants to listen. And um, I think too, there was just a lot within my childhood and the way that I was raised in just a really traditional way that I had to rewrite as well. Um, The other piece for me is like, I come from a pretty, like I said, traditional background. And so everybody is in a nine to five, you grow, go up the corporate ladder. And so for me, it was also really having a hard conversation with, you know, my parents to tell them like, I'm doing something different and that's okay. Like, I don't need you to understand. I just need you to support me and being brave enough to have that conversation with them because I realized I put a lot of my own pride in what my parents thought of me and making sure that they were proud of the things that I was doing. So kind of an internal retrospective and an external one as well. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And I know so many people really resonate with that. And, you know, even me growing up with business owners all around, it's still like there's been things I've done that weren't the norm, like moving to England and now obviously living in LA and just being in a different space compared to the rest of my family. And so sometimes you can feel like you're the black sheep or the outcast or people aren't going to understand. But ultimately, our parents want us to be happy. But sometimes it takes the hard conversation. Sometimes it takes just being strong and having that courage to know what's best for you, because that's the truth. No one else knows what's best for you except for you. And it takes but it takes that courage. And I love what you shared about really owning your story because it comes back to energy. When we are ashamed or embarrassed by our story or we don't want to put it out there, other people feel that energy. Whereas if we really own it and we're confident and we know that we can use it to help others, 
that completely shifts things. And I've been watching a lot of your stories on Instagram lately and some of your behind the scenes and you're like amazing on camera and you have all these really beautiful stories that are so touching. And I'm excited about seeing you become more vulnerable because I know that all of your students and clients are going to be able to connect so much more with that person now that you're really owning who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. And it actually feels really good. And it, you know, it is such a journey and it is something that I do with my own clients. Like, you know, they need to be proud of their stories too. And I'm excited to be able to share that and empower them to do the same. Love it. And how about you, Nicole? So when you joined iHeart Coaching, what was your intention for the program? What did you want to learn or experience? I like, since I was pretty new to coaching in general, I, and just even the idea of starting a business was like three months before that was not even really on my radar at that time. And I just wanted to grow and learn as fast as, as much and as fast as possible. So I'm, you know, similar to you, very impatient. I just want things to happen as fast as possible, as soon as possible. Um, so yeah, just like Kristen, I also thought I really needed the how to's and that's kind of how I would get my business up and running and going. And that's all I really needed, but really it was the mindset work too, but also the accountability and support of the community. So I didn't really share what I was doing with friends or family that not that many people right off the bat, I wasn't telling everyone about what I was doing. And so I, it is, you know, and especially with COVID and everything, like you're already even more isolated. And so you're not having those connections. So having that accountability and support too, to help through the, you know, beginning stages was really important. And I think really beneficial for me because there are times, of course, like if you're doing something and no one's there watching it and no one's there to see that you're actually keeping up with it, you might have more of a tendency to give up or, um, you know, not do your best or not show up as much. And so I think just, it did hold me accountable. And I was someone who I didn't really think needed accountability because I am so driven and motivated on my own, but it still is hard to start a business and, you know, to show up really consistently and to like kind of what Kristen said to be vulnerable. And that's still something I'm still working on, but having that, support from the community and that accountability really helped as well. Yeah, so true. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I feel like that for myself as well. When I work with mentors or I'm a part of a mastermind or a group, it really also gives me confidence because Mm -hmm. I feel like there's people who have my back. And even if I don't know the answer to something or I haven't figured it out or something doesn't go right, there's that whole community there to help cheer me on and give me you know, the clarity or the support that I'm craving. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people discount or they don't put enough importance on when they're building a business, but it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. Yeah, exactly. And I I totally agree. And it's something, again, that I really discounted too at the beginning. Like I was just like, I need to know the how-tos, like the strategy behind everything. But yeah, like, you know, you don't think about sometimes like it is a long process of setting up a business and that going through that whole laying the foundational pieces and then moving into, you know, figuring out how to actually get clients and all of that. And there's a lot to it and there's a lot behind it. And there's a lot of points in there where you can stop and where you could give up or where you could fall off like the wagon basically and kind of just like disappear and having that program and having that accountability there is super, I think, important. Yeah. Thank you. 
And Kristen, in terms of your work over the past few months, you obviously mentioned that the mindset piece was a game changer for you and you got become more vulnerable. You've had some difficult conversations. What else would you say has transformed or what have you learned or put in place or taken action on? Yeah, um, probably the biggest thing I've taken action on is is not being afraid to reach out to people and to ask for help from friends and family to get my name out there and support me in what I'm doing. Um, like I said, I thought I could just throw it all out there in the beginning and all these people would want to come and work with me, but that's just not how it happens. I've been fortunate to have some clients come that way, but it's been a lot of just engaging and building my community and not being afraid to reach out and also afraid to tell people that I have, you know, spots open and to, to be able to work with me and to really just, like I said, own that and make sure I'm saying it. So I have really leaned into the sales side of it, which was always a part that I was so scared of, but now I'm just, I'm not afraid to ask and I'm not afraid to put it out there and I'm not afraid to promote what I have going on. And I'm not afraid to, you know, tell people to work with me anymore. Exactly. Love it. And I mean, there's some, there's a, a few other things I know that you've been able to transform in terms of really tangible things. Like mm -hmm. I know that you made some changes to your website. Um, you've been really working on your Instagram strategy and that's been paying off. Anything else you can share with people? Yeah. So I definitely rehauled my website into something that just, I felt spoke more from my heart versus what I thought needed to be there. So that was a pretty big overhaul this summer. I also figured out a new CRM system so that I would be able to do um, forms and workflows and just automate things to make my life a lot easier, which has been great and get people on my list. And it's, um, you know, doing the work for me. And then, um, I would also say, yes, Instagram has been huge. Just making sure I'm showing up there consistently and really letting my brand speak from itself and from a genuine point, um, from a genuine point of view. And I know that there's been like a ton more. Oh, I've been pitching myself to podcasts um, and been able to get on a couple different podcasts within my industry, which has been amazing and just Literally, it's been day and night since I started back in May, which has been great. Yeah, I know I'm putting you on the spot to come up with a big long list. <laughs> um, but I love how you said you uh, you figured out your CRM system. Was there a point in time where you didn't even know what CRM was? Um, no, because my background's always been in marketing and advertising. But what I learned is like what I can do for others was a really hard thing to do for myself. And I had also always worked with coders and people that understood those CRM systems. So I knew them from like a strategic standpoint, but it was truly that implementation technology standpoint. I mean, I had to teach myself like how to do a lot of it this summer and like connect all the systems together. So connect my Squarespace site to my CRM to my payment system. And so for me, you know, I realized I was always lucky to work with people that had the ability to do that. But now I'm wearing all of the hats. So that was a very big um, learning curve for me. But I at least knew of a C like what CRM was. <laughs> 
Right. You answered my question perfectly, despite um, me asking the wrong question. So a lot of people think, well, I have no idea what a CRM is. How am I ever going to do it and handle all the tech pieces when it comes to coaching? And so I know that that's often the mindset that trips people up and stops them from moving forward. But like you said, you were able to teach yourself the ins and outs of connecting everything and getting the process in place. And obviously you do have an incredible marketing background, but I just want to really let everyone know that none of us here are rocket scientists, but we're able to figure out the systems and all of those tangible elements that do make a business run. Yeah. And I will say it took me one afternoon. And so you think it's like really hard. Like if you just sit down and put your mind to it and if, that's something that's been holding you back and you're listening to this. It literally took me only one afternoon. I love that. Yeah. We're making it too big. Love it. So what about you, Nicole? What would you say in terms of, in terms of tangibles, have you been able to accomplish or put in place or achieve over the past few months? I've really been, um, able to kind of like Kristen get a lot of like my systems and strategies in place, laying those really foundational pieces. Like I've been really focusing mainly on Instagram right now as my main platform for, you know, sharing my message and getting my clients and getting my word out there and everything. Um, so yeah, I've been able to obviously get one-on-one clients, um, grow my business that way. I've been able to come up with a pretty good Instagram strategy, I think, (laughs) to be able to get my clients and getting that strategy even more honed in as time has gone on. And so I'm excited to keep growing that, but also I'm looking to, you know, start scaling and going from there and adding in, you know, new um, programs and also potentially hiring a VA and things like that. And that's kind of where I'm headed now. Yeah. So how many one-on-one clients do you have now? I have eight right now. (laughs) That's amazing. Can you share with everyone listening, like all of the, I want everyone to understand that those eight clients have come in over the last few months. So what is it that's working really well for you, Nicole, to find those people? So I definitely would say a few things. So consistency showing up and being visible is really important. I think that's just a way that people can gain trust in you and you're seen as reliable. Whereas if you're someone who's not showing up consistently, if you are, you know, once in a while popping in or just, you know, one week you're really strong and you're showing up a lot, but then you go silent the next week, people aren't going to really be able to trust you because then if that's the way that you show up on, you know, for your business, that's the way that you're going to show up for them and people can't really trust that. So that I think has been a really key important thing that um, has helped me get my clients as fast as I have. I also think that, you know, reaching out and building a connections with people and building relationships with people has been really key to that. I don't sit back and wait for people to come to me. I'm not one to kind of sit back and let things happen to me. I'm going to be proactive with making things happen. And so that means going out and forming those relationships and building those connections and, you know, asking for the the sales call and getting them onto a call. Because again, I've seen people who just go back and forth in the DMs for weeks and weeks and not ever making that pitch. And that's what's kind of stopping them is they don't maybe necessarily know how to transition into that, but kind of having like what Kristen said, having no shame anymore in, you know, doing that because that's the way that you grow your business. And that's the way that I've been able to get clients. And so 
I really care about my business and I care about my clients too. And so I know the value that I can have. And so I have to kind of get over myself and get over my fear of, you know, coming off too salesy or, you know, pitching too early or anything like that, because I know the value that I can bring. And I'd rather risk that and, you know, do the thing that maybe scares me a little bit more, but that's really kind of those two things I would say are really the main things that have contributed to me being able to get those clients. Yeah. So powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I know many people listening needed to hear that. It's really about being bold and getting over Mm -hmm. yourself. Like you said. Yeah. (laughs) Now, One of the other common themes between the two of you is that you've actually both up leveled into our, I hurt my life mastermind after I hurt coaching. And Mm -hmm. I mentioned that because one of the things we're really proud of within I hurt my life is the fact that we do have multiple opportunities for people. And we like to think about it a bit like a family. Once you come in, then there's always the next step available for you. And we all know that when we start a business, it's a very different experience to when we're growing a business and you need support at both different, you know, both chapters. So can you tell people, Kristen, a little bit about what helped you make that decision and what, um, maybe what you had to channel in order to allow yourself to go to the next level? Yeah. So I knew I needed to go to the next level and I knew I need continued support just to keep my momentum going and to make sure that I'm not getting in my own way and to be called out and be held accountable. Um, Just knowing my patterns of behavior and just doing all the mindset work, I, I knew deep down in my gut and in my intuition that I you know, needed to continue on. Um, For me, it was just truly getting out of my own way and knowing that I can trust myself. And that was something, you know, we uncovered throughout the program. You know, there are no guarantees and I was always a guarantee seeker. So that's been something I've really had to let go. And once I truly just let that guaranteed mindset go and started to trust myself, I... I knew the answer immediately. And I've also, you know, worked with my clients on their own intuition and it goes back again. Like I need, I need to walk my walk and I need to be the best coach that I can be for them. And so it was almost a no brainer when I thought of it that way. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And what about you, Nicole? Yeah. So I, I made the decision. I think I knew that I just wanted to really go full force into my business. Like I knew that there was nothing stopping me anymore. Like once I kind of got the ball rolling and got started, I was like, I just want to do as much as I can. Kind of like I said at the beginning, like I want to learn as much as I can. I want to learn fast and I want to grow fast. And I knew that I wanted to be surrounded by people who are already doing what I wanted to be doing. And so, like you said, with that next level, these are already women who have, you know, from from my eyes, more established. They already like had everything together. They knew what they were doing. And I wanted that for myself too. And so I wanted to surround myself with people like that. And so it not like that it was a no brainer for me, but I just knew also, since I am a business coach, like I want to practice what I preach. And, you know, I talk about the importance and the value in investing and I understand the value in investing and in myself and my business. And so I knew that, you know, I wanted to continue growing and learning. And I knew that I wasn't done with growing and learning, especially with myself and my business. So um, I knew that I needed to just kind of continue um, in that same path and, you know, up level myself and go at a faster and more advanced pace. 
Yeah. And I love you've shared with me before, like you said here, you did feel like people were ahead of you, but I think that's Mm -hmm. so amazing of you to put yourself in the room where you can learn from the people who are further ahead and you show up on all the calls. You have amazing energy. You're really supportive of all the women. And ultimately it doesn't matter where everyone's at. It's just the attitude that you bring and the willingness to learn and be vulnerable and ask questions. And I, I, you know, loved how you've shown up in that way, every single call. And I mean, you've totally gained so much traction over the last few months and just gotten so many results and everyone's taking notice of you now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm, it's really been able to help me up level myself to that level. And, you know, since I did put myself in that room, kind of quote unquote, um, I've now can, you know, I've been able to more embody that. And I've been able to more wrap my head around accepting that I'm now part of them. I'm not just the newbie who came in and with all these women who are already so established and already doing amazing things. I'm now actually one of them. Beautiful. Love it. So Kristen, just to wrap up here, I'd love for you to share a little bit about what you're most excited about in terms of your company and the work that you're doing in the world and any opportunities you have available for people listening. Yeah. So what I'm most excited in my company is just to truly keep growing and to keep going and to impact as many women's lives that I can. Um, Currently, like I said, I am just doing one-on-one private coaching right now and intensives, but the plan is to get a group program um, out into everybody come 2021, just with that January kickoff so that we can really start the year strong. And I'm just really excited to see just being part of the mastermind, what inspires me and what just keeps pushing me forward because truly it is, um, you know, my dreams are what I make them and I'm excited for them to come true. Love it. And where can people find you, Kristen? Yes. You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Kunk. And then you can find me on my website. It's just kristenkunk.com. Thank you. And how about you, Nicole? What are you most excited about in your company and what are you offering? Yeah. So similar to Kristen, I am most excited just to continue growing. Obviously I'm still within the first, you know, beginning stages, I feel like of my business and I am excited to continue to see it grow. And I feel like there are kind of endless possibilities out there for it. Um, and right now, currently I have a few one-on-one spots left available for right now. Um, but I am launching a one-on-one group program hybrid, um, at the end of October. So I was really torn. I, you know, group program is, you know, the way to go. I think when, uh, people are growing their coaching businesses, but I have been preaching and talking a lot about how one-on-one support is really valuable at the beginning stages of a business. And so I really didn't want to stray from that quite yet. So that's why it is a one-on-one group hybrid. Um, and like I said, it's, end of October, it's going to be launching. I'm going to be taking about 10 women in that. So yeah, that's the newest thing on the horizon for for me. Yeah, that's amazing. You'll get the best of both worlds for your clients. Yeah, and exactly. Where can people find you? <laughs> um, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's the best place to find me and see what is going on with all of my stuff. So I'm at business and wealth with Nicole. Business and wealth with Nicole. Yep. Great. Thank you. 
So my final question for both of you is just around the mindset that people should have if they're finding themselves questioning whether it's time to move forward with their coaching business. Maybe they're in a nine to five job. They haven't been laid off, but they're wondering if it's really the right step. And then of course, for the person who has been laid off, what would you say to those people who are feeling the desire, feeling the urge, but maybe don't know what to do and if it's the right next step? What would you say, Kristen? Um, For the woman that's in the nine to five, and if this is what is in her heart and what she's dreaming about, I would say, yes, do it. Stop wasting time, you know, make it, make it work. You have enough time. You, if you truly want it, go after it and don't, don't dabble like I did, like commit to it and go after it. Um, For the woman that, you know, had been recently laid off and she's trying to figure out if this is the right step for her. Um, I would probably still say yes. If coaching is something that she has had a passion for and it's in her heart too, definitely. I mean, I know that they can always book a call with you guys and talk about it um, to even see if it's right for her. But um, I think I'm just a really big proponent of like take control of your life now. And so for either of them, yes, the answer is yes. Do it, own it and just go after it. Yeah, I know that for you, it's been a big awareness around just trusting yourself and really leaning into um, where your heart is calling you. And like you said, you spent three years kind of dabbling. So you've seen what happens when you don't show up with that perspective or when you allow that fear to get in the way. And now you've been able to shift that. So I always think like, what if you can do that right now and shift into it today instead of waiting, you know, a year, two, three years, 10 years, some people don't ever take action at all. We can all start planting those seeds now that will sprout and grow in the months to come. Exactly. What would you say, Nicole, to anyone on the fence? Yeah, I mean, definitely echoing Kristen, but trusting yourself really is going to be key to this, I think, because if it's something that you keep coming back to, if your mind keeps coming back to the same thing, there's a reason why. And so instead of just sitting there waiting, if it's the right thing to do, the only way that you're really ever going to know if it's right for you is by actually doing it and taking the action. You can always change your mind. You can always go back and do something else. It's not like you're stuck in it forever. If you, you know, end up deciding that you don't want to do it. And I think to me, it's scarier to stay where you are and stay doing the same thing and always wondering what if instead of just taking the action and just giving it a try. Because like I said, you can always you can go back to a nine to five if you really want. <laughs> but it's not, there's nothing bad that really can come from just taking the action and trying and going for it. Exactly. When I made this decision, you know, first and foremost, for anyone listening, if you're in a nine to five job, you can always build your business alongside of your job. That's what Mm -hmm. I did for the first few months. And then I realized there was a point where I'd gotten so busy and my business was taking on clients and I needed more time to devote to it. I had to make a decision. Do I release this other role and go full time into this? And just like Nicole just said, I realized the worst that could happen would be that I'd have to go back and get a job at some point. (laughs) And I could live with that. That wasn't even like no one was going to (laughs) die. I would still be able to get a job. I was still qualified for things. Um, And so I ultimately realized it was scarier not to take the action than to actually take that action. So I want you to really remember, we're not all saying you need to to quit your job this second um, and move full speed ahead in your coaching business. You can have your job fund your business 
business and do both for the time being and then make a decision. And then for those of you who maybe have been let go or you're considering leaving, really trust that that desire that's that's pulling you and leading you in the direction of your business, that that's the truth. And again, like Nicole said, what really ask yourself, what's the worst that could happen? Amazing. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I really appreciate you. Appreciate your time. And honestly, I'm so inspired by you and your bravery. I hope that everyone listening finds that bravery and courage for themselves and that they can see themselves in you and know that what you've done is also possible for them. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story so vulnerably here today on the I Heart My Life show. I hope you loved today's episode. Remember, you can take action amidst challenge as well. You can do what these ladies have done. They are real life women making their dreams a reality and the same is possible for you. And if you want to start your own online coaching business, we can help. Go to iheartcoaching.com to learn more and move forward towards your dreams today. Anything is possible and everything you desire is meant for you. So take action now. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.